let me hear it. it money money talks your trusted resource for your money your your, your, your future your life chicken We're back. You're listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. I'm Troy Harmon. I'm here with DJ Barker. DJ Barker. What's up? What's up? Oh, I thought you were going to go into the beatbox. I gave you the old... Oh, there that's we go. Good. All right. Got a real career there. Well, yeah. you know, that, that's yeah. what you learn in the police academy. You learn how to make noises. <laughs> yeah. I've not seen the movie, which you probably have no idea what that reference is because he's no, way too young. I, no, I, I saw yeah, a okay. movie. I don't yeah. see movies, and I saw that. Of movie. course. Well, yeah. it's classic. All right. And we also movies? have... No, I don't see movies. You I've watch got TV? better things to do. Adam Stadalius. <laughs> do you have fun in life, here, Heckling me for some <laughs> unknown reason. The love. The love is just incredible. (laughs) I can feel it. (laughs) Love is in the air. Yeah. Wow. How about that? That was a show, too. See? Yeah, the these, love these, boat. These young children today no, yeah. don't understand real, t- real television. Yeah, when, when, when were you born? Ninety three. <laughs> Holy cow! Oh. All right. Yeah, okay. no, it's no big deal. Let's just move on from that. Yeah. Are you Kelly born? Lynn? Yes, sir. What year? Oh, okay. All right. We have the intern in the back room, back side of the room, says born in ninety nine. Holy. <sighs> Those By the 2000s didn't make me feel real old. Yeah. Well, I was 32 when he was born, so. I my bones. Yeah. That was the good old days. Kelly Lynn, yes, get sir. us out of this. All right. <laughs> I have such an uplifting topic. No, I mean, I, I feel bad. It's a horrible situation. We've got Jonathan and Deborah, um, early 40s. Um, three kids under the age of 11. Deborah is in hospice uh, care for breast cancer. Jonathan is doing his best to take care of the kids, tend to Deborah, and dealing with the financial decisions that will happen once she passes. Um, they will lose her disability um, once when she's gone. Um, and they'll be solely dependent, obviously, on uh, Jonathan's income. While he can manage everything, the first year is going to be difficult. And just learning what needs to be done, what needs to be paid, you know, what, you know, what kind of help he's going to have to, you know, hire. Um, of course, accessing the money uh, that she has would be a lot easier. He, Jonathan is her beneficiary, obviously, and he'll get her IRA, but with it being a retirement account, he's hesitant to withdraw the money. What kind of options do they have? Wow. Yeah, uh, I mean things like, like this said, happen. Kelly, you're like, right. It's, oh, yeah. it's, it's life. It's life, and it, it does happen. But I think anybody could be, you know, benefit from what. Yeah, what listening happens. and thinking about. I, what I mean, if, if I'm not wrong, I mean, spouses have like the most flexibility when they're the they beneficiary. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, what you say, guys? Well, he does have options and it, but it, it, it's 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 not as easy to kind of outline those just without knowing exactly what he he really needs or what he's anticipating need which obviously is hard to tell because this is not something that is new for him as it is for most people that go through this so um what i would say is that if you're going to inherit that account because you're a spouse you can obviously roll that into your own ira or you can actually put it in an inherited ira now the difference with that being is that the fact that he's under 59 and a half if he actually needs to tap into that money and rolls it into his own ira he will be penalized on that 
Whereas if he keeps it in an inherited IRA, he can tap into that still at ordinary income tax rates, but he will avoid that 10% penalty. Right, and but he's not going to have to. He's not forced. That 10-year rule doesn't apply when it's spousal, right? Right. It can be over his lifetime. It can actually also postpone it as well. Yeah, so that's a huge benefit, actually, you know, when it comes to that sort of thing. You have the liquidity without the 10% penalty. So it seems like a pretty easy decision not to do that, right? Talking about not to roll it, it into IRA. his own IRA. Yeah, I would, I would say for it. now, yeah, I would say probably going the inherited IRA route to start would be the, would, would be wise, but it's also important to keep in mind that being as young as he is, there are some nuances when it comes to that. Um, well, it, that doesn't mean he has to take it, though, right? It, no, it, 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 it but the thing is, is that there's nuances in the sense that he probably should talk to a tax professional. It's probably best to talk to that about because there is the possibility that if he does put it in an inherited IRA and does begin to take it, he might lose the ability to then postpone it even further or even roll it into his IRA. Oh, I see. Okay. So there's a lot of angles to look at it in the sense. I mean, I also know, I believe there's another angle where you can actually take her IRA and split it up. So a portion goes into his as well as some in inherited IRA to kind of get both gotcha. of both best of both wor worlds yeah. there but yeah it really comes to a planning aspect where you know if you need the assets to, to live off of uh -huh. do we know what that that income is going to need you know because then you can kind of back into that that scenario of all right well if it's only a portion of the ira again we don't know the size of the the asset but if it's a portion of it well maybe you, you can you can like you said take a one-time distribution, take the hit on taxes and, yeah. and know that, all right, well, it's really year one where the problem is. I'd rather just take the 10% hit, mm -hmm. move it to my IRA and move on. Agreed. Or if it's, if we know that this is a, you know, a five, 10, 15 year need of just a little bit of supplementation, it could be that the inherited IRA is the best option because you don't want to have mm -hmm. to pay that 10% penalty. Correct. You know, it yeah. really comes into that that planning aspect is really going to be driving the conversation right. more than the avenue of, of just the taxes mm -hmm. because, you know, unfortunately taxes are going to happen anyway, anytime right. you spend money and, and make money. It really is the need, the family with three young children all under the age of 11, you know, there's a, you can always disclaim the asset to give it to them, but that's not going to help them because they're too young. They don't know what to do. They're 11 years old. They're not going to know how to spend the money. Right. That's not a that's not a viable option. Disclaiming yeah. assets at this at this level, it would really be some a planning aspect to determine what's the annual need, how best to access those funds during those years, and then we can kind of figure out what mm -hmm. best. But it definitely there's there's definitely some options when you're you're when you're the spouse inheriting an asset mm -hmm. than if it's just. Yeah. A non-spouse. Well, his tax situation is going to change no matter what, because I assume that they're probably filing joint, you know, married oh, filing sure joint. Oh, yeah. so yeah. yeah. Their tax situation is, you know, it's a great idea. That better get the tax folks involved um, at, at this level, because that's going to be a part of the financial plan. Knowing, oh, absolutely. Knowing how much, you know, your taxation levels are going to be. But uh, if... And then the I IRAs guess with it being taxed it ordinary income mm -hmm. then as well so that right. could right. bump him up a, Even a bracket yeah right yeah. depending on that need that monthly distribution need yeah. you're absolutely right that could quickly change from yep. you know, I running into different yeah. tax brackets i mean i just forgot that like oh he's going to start filing single too yeah like, right. yeah i mean not necessarily that first year but yeah like years after right. you're yeah. absolutely right but the you're not going to be able to you're not going to i mean this is pretty complex planning it is. situation and it's there's some unknowns still there. I mean, you really don't know. Mm -hmm. 
how your situation is going to look precisely mm-hmm. until you get in the middle of it. So it might be a, a financial plan with a tax advisor in the middle of it and uh, adjust yeah. it a couple of uh-huh. years on. Yeah, it was 100%. Is this is what we see a lot, right? We I, And I always tell my clients, you know, life is what happens when you're making other plans. So we're going to plan for this. And then you're going to have a situation like this or retirement need. And we have done planning to, to ensure that best guesstimates, we were correct. But then it comes to true life and... It's always a little bit different, isn't yeah, it? The, is the, what we different. thought we would need monthly is actually more or less. Well, then we have to renegotiate that plan, right? We have right. to redo right. it, and that could be annually. And what we see is sometimes these life events, retiring, mm-hmm. deaths, marriages, that can take a couple of years of mm-hmm. conversations, planning, and talking to really get us to where we truly are. Because yeah. where you need month to, be. to month is a completely different ballgame when you're dealing with three children all under the age of 11 and you've lost your spouse. Right. I mean, that is not something that, that is a quick process. There's sure. a f- the full dynamic. And it can take a couple of years to figure out mm-hmm. what exactly. And again, we always hear the, well, how do I know what's going to happen in life? I'm not <laughs> really sure. How do I plan for all these questions that you're asking me? We are, we're going to do the best that we can yeah, but and the, know that there's yeah. a new plan next year if we need it. Correct. But yeah. You can only plan on what we know. And if we know they're, they're, they're under 11, you're probably going to be best at an inherited IRA, take mm-hmm. those annual distributions. But really, some true financial planning and tax planning is going to have to be talked about. Well, that's the beauty of dealing with a, a financial planner is there's probably things that, that they haven't thought of that you might have seen experienced with other clients uh, Mm -hmm. or that you know are coming down the pike that they just haven't thought of. Uh, Maybe even like the fact that your tax situation will change next year. Not only that, but the estate as well. I mean, that's a whole other aspect to keep in mind because the children are underage. I mean, yeah. What does he have in place that's going to help direct who takes well, care of him? If exactly. And now is the time. Yeah. yeah before, really, while she's still, you know. Right. Because there's a whole estate planning conflict. issue. Does he have life insurance? Now he needs life insurance if right. he doesn't. Oh, you're you know, right. now it's a whole what happens to those children if something were to happen mm-hmm. to him? Yeah. What happens to all that money? All there's going to be trust and a need for trust, a need for life insurance. This turns into different avenues of major conversations. So it's, it's not just like, what do I do with our IRA? Question, though, how soon does he have to make a decision on what to do with the IRA? Mm, good question. Is that a trick question? I mean, no, or? I mean, it really, I mean, okay. you, you don't have to make a, it's, it's a hurry up and wait game, right? The, the uh, idea oh, I, is, I assume, yeah. you know, what we generally see is it, it's going to take a month or two to figure out, let the, the, the trauma of the passing right. pass. We don't have to do this net tomorrow. Right? Okay, that's good. But it, uh, usually you see between six and 12 months, okay. people are starting to make a decision as to, I'm going to move the IRA into this form or fashion I'm going to make. Now, the estate plan conversation can take a year okay so uh yeah most of the time it's a you know there are taxable assets need to be adjusted first Mm -hmm. iras can be you know be adjusted roths which we didn't even get into which is a whole nother possibility (laughs) of things um roths and roths conversions you know all of those things generally take uh, that's on a little bit a longer end okay so we i would say between three to six months is your initial conversation but six to twelve is not unheard of when it comes to moving assets that's so good that they don't have to make that you know immediate decision right you know, 
Yeah. Yep. Well, the, the thing they do need to do immediately mm-hmm. is talk to a financial planner and try to get a, a feel for what's going to happen next. Right. But even more so an estate planner to make sure that her affairs are totally in order and everything's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. yeah. And Absolutely. you can just call and just talk. I mean, not exactly. Yeah. It's assuming start the conversation. Assuming that they have done some estate planning in advance. Yeah. It's probably talking is is enough just yeah. to see I mean, where my I gut reaction is like I mean. when you get a diagnosis, maybe you take a better look at your estate plan. But Most people you get yeah, preoccupied you know, that, with their own health. Yeah. 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 You'd be surprised. I don't know. Yeah, to me, that would be like the, the, really the catalyst to like, oh, maybe I should actually well, look at that. It. No, the, you absolutely yeah. should. But okay. it's not always the first thought. In yeah. fact, it's seldom the first thought. Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Anyway. Well, there you go. A lot of decisions, and yes, I assume this is stuff y'all help clients. We with. yes, we right. deal with unfortunately a lot of these events. Yeah. Okay, well. all right. And if you want to get in touch with DJ or Adam, you can always give us a call seven seven zero four two nine nine one six six. Just ask for DJ Barker or Adam Stadalius. All right, coming up next, we're going to talk about uh, student loan payment. Uh, they're starting again. We're mm-hmm. going to start about talk yeah. about that and how it might affect the economy. You're listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. This has been a production of Hensler Money Talks. All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.